Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the Splatsportation Book Club, my podcast where I take a positive look at the nasty and the extreme and in this format I do it with a guest from the Splatterpunk and Extreme Horror community. And this week with me I have Angel Van Atta. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Cool. Did I pronounce your name right? I should have checked that beforehand. I think you did. It's my married name, so you could butcher it if you want. It's fine. <laughs> I think I butcher names all the time. I'm so bad with them. When I first was married, um, we got married right before Christmas. And so my Christmas card from my grandma that, that month um, said to the vendettas. So <laughs> it's fine. That is a title of a book if I've ever heard one. It worked out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, anyone new to the show, just to let you know that, like I said, I invite a guest along and we discuss a book from the community. Um, if I have an author on the show, it can't be one of their own books. That's pretty much my own rule, along with no doorstops because I have far too much to read, so can't do any long books at the moment. Uh, but yeah, other than that, we uh, just chat about an author that you like. Um, so this week, um, after we do the 60-second challenge and Angel introduces herself, we'll be talking about... Justin Boots Carnival. Yeah, and hopefully I pronounce his name right as too. I keep wanting to put that H in there. Um, so yeah, before we get started with that, um, I'll give Angel a little chance to introduce herself to everyone. She can let you know about our awesome books and where to buy them and anything else she wants to quickly chat about. Over to you. <laughs> well, hello, my name is Angel. I write books with um, lots of gore in them, but hopefully also a lot of heart and love. And I have major mother issues. I'm working on it with my therapist, but they come through really well in the books, I think. Um, anyways, um, you can buy them anywhere that books are are um, available. Amazon, Kindle, Godless, Google Playbooks, Barnes and Noble. I could go on. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm awkward all of a sudden the awkward as soon as it's like oh you're recording boom awkward I'm so sorry <laughs> that's all right be as awkward as you like thank you <laughs> nobody's ever given me permission before I appreciate that Stephen this is an awkward space <laughs> sweet every space I'm in is an awkward space I found <laughs> so so yeah it's the, um, so the new book the fourth one is that part of the same trilogy of books? Is that kind of now a quadrilogy um, or? Leviathan Rising? Leviathan, yeah. Yes, it is the last one, but I might do a Christmas special um, in that series. So I'm excited to do that. But the Christmas special will probably be much shorter and all the others are almost 100K, if not just over. So the Christmas special will probably be way shorter. Yeah. But yes, they're all in the same series. The first two weren't supposed to be but then I got to the end and I was like oh I'll throw an easter egg in and then it was kind of confusing <laughs> to readers so I was like okay yeah it'll be the same series then and then I kind of just went from there so yeah that's how that happened <laughs> I really enjoyed the first one I thought the first one was great and I haven't got around to the second one yet although I do own it I did buy it but yeah I, I wasn't sure at first with the um it seemed like they were all different stories and it's kind of a trilogy in or vibe is it Four, so far four. Four, yeah. Four. But if there's a Christmas special, boom, five. <laughs> so are they all different stories or is there a, a kind of a through line? 
the first and the second have two completely different stories, two completely different families. Um, mm -hmm. The third, we go back to the first family um, as they move to the same location as the as the second family. Oh, and okay, then the cool. fourth one, it's like just a huge mashup of of everybody. They blend together. So it's pretty fun, I think. Nice. Fun. Yeah. Thanks. I like I like it when they do that. I will definitely get around to reading the second one at some point, except it's just on my Kindle waiting, but my turn second one is really dark. Day. Yeah. It's really dark. My first one, my bad reviews are because I was so dumb when I first published and I did not edit it correctly. I had a really hard time going back through and reading it. Like, I don't know if you have this issue, but when I write something, I hate reading it. I don't want to read it for like the longest time. I don't know why. I don't know if it's, I also hate like, hearing about it from other people is that weird yeah. like I I'm better now okay like now I'm like tell me more about it what do you think like I want to hear in great detail all like everything you thought the whole time you were reading it but at first I was like I don't want to know <laughs> so my first book I published it really hard I was like I did all the mistakes like I could have written a book on how not to do things and I would have done great at it, it was it was fun times um yeah, but, but now it's learn, been edited right? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you gotta learn though, right? Like if you don't write the That's book true. that way, then you don't know not to do it in certain things. That's like, I learned so I learned all the best things because I did them wrong. Totally. <laughs> like the covers were horrible, like the editing was bad, but now I've learned a lot more. I met so hmm. many amazing people and they've taught me so much. This community is the best community. Um, so the second book, my bad reviews are mostly about how um, horrible I am to little kids especially in the beginning of the book but like it's a haunted house and like you gotta you gotta haunt it right like I'm pretty sure you started the first book killing a dog so you dove right in the deep oh, end peaches the cat yeah she she was she was gruesomely ended <laughs> oh yeah no it was a cat wasn't it no it was someone pretending to be a dog at the beginning of it yeah. nobody Nobody left a bad review about that. I'm really surprised. I did get a lot of feedback on it, but no <laughs> reviews that I can think of. Yeah, yeah, see, I haven't had to read any of my work yet. I'm just getting to it now. Like I'm I'm doing a sequel to three of my books coming up. So I have to read the other books to make sure I don't fuck up the continuity and stuff. So it'd be the first time that I'm kind of reading my own work back outside of reading been... a chapter. How long has it been since like writing? them um well abby's all right because i wrote abby it's almost a year old now but i wrote it during lockdown so like two three years ago and i wrote the second book right afterwards so i didn't need to reread it i'd already written that but i haven't released it because there was no point no one's read the first so i needed to give it some time um but yeah like blood sick wrestling and then the rot afterwards would both be just under a year by the time i start writing the sequels so yeah, That's I have a to like read them just to get back into that mindset. Otherwise, I'm going to forget something and someone's going to be like, oh, but this thing. And I feel like, fuck, yeah, I forgot about that. It's crazy, right? How, like, as soon as you write the end, it's like people can ask you about your book and you're like, I don't know. No, I'm <laughs> no not the next one. <laughs> yeah, I've already moved on. <laughs> people will be like, oh, so whatever, when this happened. And I'm like, whoa, that happened? I have no idea. <laughs> I asked Justin to give me cliff notes on carnivore and he he gave me like the most basic <laughs> answer because I guess I'm not the only one this happens to. <laughs> oh, I think it happens to absolutely everyone. I think you're just so focused on the very next thing each time. It's just gone. 
Uh, yes, before we um, jump onto Carnival then, I'll give you a chance to read the 60 Second or Under short. Uh, okay. I'm putting them all together as a bit of a super clips at some point down the line, so feel free to perform it as much as you want. Perform. Hmm. Um, I'll try just not to stutter. That, that'll be a good <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> Let me get a drink. Go for it. You could play like awkward music in between um, that little section. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't have a tag. It's called Untitled, just so you know. <laughs> All right. Little Alice stabbed the man and stabbed the man again. The blade was sharp and pointed and it sliced right through his skin. His flesh she flayed as he screamed in pain and begged her for his life. But little Alice paid no mind as she collected her deadly price. He had drank her poison and awoken in her trap. He had pulled and yanked and thrashed, but the rope, it wouldn't snap. She slit his skin with the blade's sharp edge and sunk her fingers in. She rested the tips upon the bone and they bulged under his skin. Her nails were short, but she could feel his meat pressing up into the quick. The pain was almost welcome as she yanked down and heard him rip. The whites of his eyes were all she could see as he turned them toward the sky praying for the pain to end, for the God there to let him die. She plucked the blade into the, <laughs> there's the stutter, sorry. She plucked the blade into the first and heard a pop and felt the spray. She pushed it into the next with such a force that he was ended from her play. Little Alice wiped the blade upon his checkered shirt. She had killed a monster here and stopped his wrath of torture, pain and hurt. Little Alice smiled then and went about her day waiting for the next bad man of whom she could find and trap and slay. I mm. butchered that so hard. You're welcome. No, you yeah, blooper really reels? Well. Is there blooper reels? That would be great. No, no, I Everybody loves a blooper reel, right? <laughs> and then I noticed your um, Hoovian housewife tag down there as well. So I can see where that came from. <laughs> I'm just a huge fan of quirky and like weird. And I love Doctor Who. Yeah. Fun times. No, that was good. I was looking forward to hearing you uh, say it after you'd send it to me. I was like, oh, it's going to rhyme really well. I wonder how it goes. And then I went and messed it completely up. So. Oh, no, you don't seem fine. I try and do like um, first chapter read throughs on my YouTube channel every now and then. And like, oh, they're just they're a nightmare. Like, try to read a whole chapter without fucking it up constantly is so hard. <laughs> Thank you so much. You are the nicest human. I just. Just wanted you to know that in case, like you could look it up in the dictionary or wherever that's kept. Boom, Stephen Cooper, right there. It's just to trap people. So when they read my work, they're like, "What the fuck?" Like, I thought he was a nice people, guy. <laughs> people tell me that all the time. Like, how is someone so nice or whatever? Like, I don't know if I'm nice, but <laughs> in real life, I use the curse words. But like online, I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Instead of you know, a lot of beeping sounds. <laughs> No, I have, don't beat my channel. I feel like that's going to cost me one day. I'm going to try to monetize my YouTube channel, and they're going to be like, "You said cunt ten times in your last video." <laughs> I'm going to be like, "Oh yeah, not wrong." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but how are you meant to talk about extreme horror about swearing? So exactly, have they not read extreme horror? Like stuff happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so the book we're going to be covering today is Justin Boots Carnival. 
Um, so before we start with it, there will be spoilers. We'll jump around and talk about whatever. So anyone who hasn't read the book already um, and doesn't want it to completely spoil, then pause, go and quickly read it and come back. Um, if not, yeah, we're probably just going to tell you what happens through it and hopefully persuade you to go and read it anyway. Such um, a good book. Yeah, so I was going to ask before we kind of get right into it, um, what made you choose this one? I just love how the animals just eat everything. It's it's amazing. <laughs> like the guy, the kid in the woods, the squirrel in his mouth. Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> I wrote something similar um, before I read his book, but um, with a rat going into the throat. So like when I got to that part in the book, I was like, yes. <laughs> absolutely just loved it like squirrel I already love squirrels so the idea of them getting their revenge just makes me happy is that I weird I, am I weird yeah no, I think my um I think my review for the book was something like I mean my Goodread reviews I think I mentioned the squirrels because they're the ones that stuck out for me I was yes like no way am I going to ever trust a squirrel again like they're shifty little fuckers to begin with but then when you see what they do in this book it's amazing. Like, I hope it was the fuzzy-tailed kind. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, the really, the really fat-tailed ones, so that when it yeah. got all the way in, it was just the tail sticking out and, like, you know. <laughs> We've only got the green ones around. here. They fucking butchered all the red squirrels. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I think someone imported them from America, like, 100 years ago or whatever. Now the population of red squirrels has been wiped out. So the gray squirrels oh have gosh. already got they've already got a reputation here before they started eating humans. So. Well <laughs> that's probably why it stuck out. Yeah. Squirrels are the best. Yeah, I do like squirrels. <laughs> but not Who after doesn't? reading this book. <laughs> after reading this book, I'm suspicious of them now. I spend a lot of time in the woods. My husband is a gold miner. Um, and we make stupid, really bad TikToks. They're horribly bad, but I love them. And I don't even care. Like, um, anyway, so we're in the woods a lot. And after reading that book, it's really changed the experience <laughs> for me. Because, like, oftentimes it'll get dark. And, like, you'll hear, like, little rustling sounds. <laughs> it's a fun time. It's a fun time. Yeah. Just expecting some little rabbit to come running along. and Yes, blood all over and... yeah. cheeks. <laughs> deer with like flesh hanging from their whatever those are called like horns are they horns do deers have horns antlers that a thing? antlers thank you <laughs> <sighs> you're thinking of unicorns i think yes okay if i ever saw a unicorn <laughs> i would expect there to be flesh hanging from his horn because yeah i read candace's book so now that's my opinion on unicorns candace has a book about unicorns yeah it's called the unicorn killer it's not actually about a unicorn, that. but it's, it's, you know, it's okay. the spirit of unicorns. <laughs> one more book on my TBR. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah. I'd say like 50 pages, this one. You can, you can get through that one quite quickly. Well, one more book at the top of my TBR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my TBR is insane. I keep adding to <laughs> I've read, I'm reading more than I've ever read in my entire life, and my TBR is getting longer. It's weird. All the the nicest people, and you want to read their books because they're the nicest people. Yeah. Such a long list, such a long <laughs> list. Yeah, like I went into this book kind of cold. I didn't know anything about it. I wanted to read something of Justin's, um, 
as you just released the monster books and they were doing really well. And I was thinking about those. And then you suggested this one. I was like, okay. And you mentioned about the fact that like, oh, you won't be able to go in the woods again, like in the same way. I was like, I love walking in the woods. Okay, like, let's do this. <laughs> Have you been uh, to the woods there? No, I haven't actually. No. Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't think that's because of the book, unless my brain is subconsciously like, fuck that, like, stay away from those horses. Like, Okay, let's pause right now. You go take a walk and come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not doing it now. It's starting to get dark here as well. That'd be even worse. <laughs> oh, do it right now. That's the time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the first thing that really stuck out to me about this book was it's such a creepy concept. And I haven't really seen it before. Like, I remember I read Brian King's The Rise In, his zombie book, and the zombie virus had affected the animals as well. And I was like, oh my God, that's fucking horrendous. Like, that's like the only safe place in a zombie apocalypse is like away with the animals. And it was such a good idea. And, but it was a very small part of the book. But this book's literally kind of like gone with that idea and really ran with it. It's like the whole oh. book. Like... We used to live next to a dairy, right? Like for the first 10 years of my husband and I's marriage, we lived right next to a dairy. And I am so grateful. I had not read that book way back then because, oh my God, <laughs> I would not have been able to. I would have been like, nope, see ya. <laughs> yeah. I'm Instant divorce. <laughs> So what did you think of the, um, well, I, one of the things I really enjoyed about this book, maybe it's just because it's the way I write as well sometimes, is um, the first like 10 chapters are almost short stories. It feels like the yeah. second half of the book is a kind of complete story. But the first sort of seven, eight chapters are all like these horrific, like death by animal sort of shorts of characters that you're not going to see again. It's great. I loved it. But I have a short attention span, like, so maybe that's why <laughs> everything is, is like, categorized into short stories in my mind. So I didn't even notice that until really you mentioned well. it. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, because you, like, you had the stuff with the um, the rabbits, the squirrels, the horse, the cows. The cows, the cows. Yeah. cows was hilarious. The horse like... again, and then again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was like when the, the horse, horse ripped death, that lady's boob off and was just chewing it like hey <laughs> <laughs> like, i could see that in my mind yeah that was Fun one time. of the early yeah that was one of the early sort of short chapters wasn't it because it was the couple out in the woods no, wasn't it? um or was it was it the later? lady walking oh, the dog no it was lady walking the dog yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the later one yeah i could totally see that in my mind just this giant black stallion standing like in this on this path in the forest with the river trickling by all beautiful maybe <laughs> the sun, you know streaking through the trees and then this horse just above this lady's dead body just oh, a boob <laughs> just eating <laughs> fun times yeah that horse was like the grin reaper for me the way it was described and the way it just kept stalking everyone and nobody and survived fine. it mm. yeah i am talking over you way too much i'm so sorry oh no no don't worry about it at all. I'm new to this as well. So. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I, I did like those little shorts just to kind of get it going. Like I, it just, because then you didn't really know what sort of book you're in for, because then it turns into this serial killer book, but you've got these other animal things going on in the background. It's such a, a weird setup. Like, 
a bit different. It, it's, it is weird, but in the best way, it's like perfect because you don't want to stop reading. You just want to keep going. Just want to know what animal does what next. And then like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's, he's kind of hush hush about who the serial killer is at first. And you're like, who is it? Who is it? And then it's just, it's a fun read. It's just the best. Yeah, I like the serial killer review uh, reveal because I think the serial killer review revealed it right. It wasn't it wasn't like the narrator or another character. Like literally, it was like his chapter, and he was just like, you know, oh, that's weird. I didn't kill that one. Like, where'd that body come from? <laughs> and I think it was great that he was the cause of all the animals being the way they were from dumping all the bodies or whatever. So really it was his fault. So yeah. all those kills the animals did could be attributed to him in some way, I guess. So like he got extra tally marks, I feel like. Yeah. He should be proud of himself. Happy yeah, little serial killer. Yeah, he could have claimed a few more, I reckon, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Although ironically, obviously he had the fear of the horse as well, who was like the main serial killer after him. The horse? The horse was the main, I think, like the big bad. Like, yeah. I'm kind of scared of horses now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we live in horse country right now. Like, all the horse girls that ever existed in high school would love where we live because, like, there are horse trails everywhere, and you'll you'll just look out your window and somebody will be riding their horse. I'm just waiting for, like, the riderless horse now to be <laughs> galloping by with a saddle on, blood boobs dripping from their mouth, you know. <laughs> gonna happen just a big black stallion just walking down the street with half a boob I'm in just gonna mouth. go back inside <laughs> <laughs> so you just draw the carriage you're like nope going back to bed <laughs> I do that anyways if I see someone out there so <laughs> I already know what to do <laughs> now you gotta ride it um yeah but did you have a particular kind of favorite of the beginning sort of stories in honestly the cows and the squirrels were my favorite um but the sheep the sheep too like they were just kind of mentioned in passing i think at the er like the doctor told jim about yes, the sheep yeah. guy yeah. and like my neighbors have a camel and it got me thinking about what could a camel do to a person <laughs> <laughs> They're much larger than you would think. I once posted a picture of my neighbor's camel from like our our houses are all on like one plus acre lot, so it's kind of far away. And the camel looked huge, like it's down the road. But that camel was huge. If it drank this water and it got like all carnivorous, I would definitely not. I mean, I don't go outside much anyways because the sun is very bright. But like, I definitely. Every time we drive by that camel, I think of this book. It's really affected <laughs> me. Even though there's no camel in this book, it's like guilty by association. No, but <laughs> yes, it's an animal, right? So it's 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 on my it's on my radar. Okay. Hmm. Who is a camel in California besides my neighbors? Like a zoo? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fun times. Yeah, I can imagine the camel would probably cause a similar damage to the cow, right? Like, in my head, they got yeah. that same sort of mouth. Right? And they're kind of like horses, in a way. People ride them. Yeah. I don't know if you could ride this one. Its hump is in the middle. It's not one of the... Can you only ride the two humpers? Like, just fit in the middle? 
my, camel my knowledge of camels consists of like the mummy movies and oh, some old David Lee films. That, <laughs> like, that was it. Yes, the mummy. That is my yeah. only knowledge of camels. Yeah, that's <laughs> my go to for camels, like anything other than that. <laughs> It didn't happen Maybe in the moment. Excuse yeah. me, neighbor. I know that we don't talk much because I'm a recluse or whatever, but like, have yeah. you had your camel tested lately and how do you write it? <laughs> I think as long as they're not killing people and dumping it in like the water the camel drinks from, you're probably all right. We're probably safe. We do yeah. live next to two lakes. So, ah, okay. See, you're just asking for trouble, really, aren't you? We are. I'm yeah. just going to move right now. I'm going to be like, listen, <laughs> I'm going to sit my husband down and talk about the camel danger. Yeah. Be like, Justin owes us a new house. Like, we can't live here anymore. We have to find a camel free area. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Preferably with no rabbits, squirrels, sheep, cows, or horses. Let's just move to the middle of a city and like the mid floor of like some apartment building somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be fine, right? Oh, but no, no, Justin wrote about hamsters in this book too, so nowhere is safe. No. Nowhere. Uh, but the hamster didn't do anything. He was just suspicious of his little girl's hamster. It did bite him, but. It did, but that's what hamsters do. The scratch was just like cat scratch, so it's probably not. Probably safe. Unless yeah. he's like dunking the little water tube in the in the creek. Water <laughs> tube, that's, that's what hamsters drink from, right? Water tube? <laughs> Why I'm not? a writer. I write birds. <laughs> yeah, I remember we used to have hamsters when we were younger. And they're all like, they all died so quickly. Like, unfortunately, like one of them was like, born with a disease and stuff. And then like the one hamster that survived like three years, she was such a nasty little bitch. She just would not they let bite. me pick her up. She just bit nonstop. Like, all the others Stop who didn't hamsters. last very long, they were really lovely. You could pick them up and they'd run around you. And then the one that lasted three years is probably why she lasted so long. She would just fucking attack you. <laughs> Even the Hamsters cats wouldn't go near her. Hamsters are dicks. Honestly, Justin should have wrote about the hamster more because hamsters <laughs> are dicks. Like we ha I had a hamster as a as a wee young child and like it had babies. I we must have bought it pregnant. I don't know. And it ate them. Oh, well. Talk about <laughs> mother issues. Like <laughs> it, it was also a biter. So. Yeah, I think it's the female ones. I think the male hamsters are fine, and the female hamsters are just crazy. Like, is that not true for all species? <laughs> I'm not answering crazy. that question. I've the. You best. can't say, but I can't. <laughs> As a female. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I don't. Know. I like the. Um, yeah, I like the squirrels one at the beginning as well. Like, just because I like the kid, like he seemed all right. He just wanted to go out into like the countryside or whatever. Kid. I feel like he was probably bullied at school. He just wanted to get out in nature and like, you know, yeah. vibe, you know? And then boom, squirrel lunch. I was like, oh, what's his story going to be? Oh, no, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> get involved with no one. Like, have no, have no, like, favorite characters for a while no. in this book. Because... No, like the first hundred pages don't even bother liking anyone. Just go be on the animal side. It's easier. Exactly. Exactly. You made me like, I have tears. <laughs> I was <laughs> laughing so hard. Fucking hamsters. Oh, well, <laughs> Sorry. Horrible things. Thank you. So, what was your, um, let's go back to the book. What was your kind of the, 
Did you like the kind of human characters in it? Like the detective and his deputy partner? Like Connolly and Jim, right? Like yeah, I think yeah. Jim's the main detective guy and Connolly is his partner. Yeah, one of them's Con is it Garrett Connolly or something like that? But yeah, Jim Connolly's is how I know him, I yeah. Yeah, because like he says his first name only a couple times, I think, and yeah. mostly goes by his last name. Yeah, it mostly goes by Connolly, yeah. I yeah, think he probably is... did that in school too. Like the kids just called him Connolly. Yeah. Yeah. So you like those characters Mickey in this? Johnson. <laughs> Third grade math teacher. Coined <laughs> the phrase Connolly, and ever since then, boom. Exactly. Yeah. No, I liked him, but it put me in like in a. I was kind of fearful for him throughout because of the way it gone for everyone else. Right? Jim was the luckiest character, I think, in that entire book. Like, <laughs> the EA agent, like, that, his arm, oh my god. Horses, fuck horses, okay? I'm sorry, am I not allowed to say that word? Can you, you can, can swear you beat me as up? much as you like on this oh. Not monetized, that means I could say all the sentence enhancers. I think they'll only check my first, like, 20 seconds or something. So I think as long as we I behave right at the so beginning of the videos. Our first 20 seconds were like, we were Boy Scouts. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Who never curse because <laughs> <laughs> reasons. <laughs> yeah, no, that environmental agent did not go well. Like, the minute he turned mm -hmm. up, I was like, dude, don't go in those words. Like, what, you're you going in there alone? Like, what is wrong with you? And then the guy with the with the tranquilizer gun, I was like, you're going to be more than that. Do they not give you flamethrowers? Like, <laughs> what kind of agency is this? What sort of environmental agency doesn't take a flamethrower to the animals? <laughs> exactly. Like, the, I would feel more comfortable now going into the woods, especially when you know the animals are eating people at this point. Like, flamethrower, first thing I think of. Yeah, I think he was still somewhat in doubt, wasn't he? He was there to collect samples, the second guy, wasn't yeah, he? They, yeah, they were there to, like, murder an animal, right? And, like, take it back from oh, testing. Oh, yeah, maybe they were. Yeah, no, I think they were, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, I know they did know the dangers at that point. Like, he probably assumed the detective would have a, um, like, police-issued flamethrower of some sort. <laughs> we don't have those here, but then we don't have horses that go around killing people either, so... Well, here it's in not America, really a need. Yeah. everybody owns the flamethrower in America. <laughs> yeah, At least a can of Aquanet and a lighter, like something. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think like the um, yeah, I think Jim and Conley were the only two really who want constantly attacked the minute they walked into the woods. Like they were clever enough to run away a few times and right? climb some trees. I was always assuming Jim would be too, because like there was always an animal nearby whenever he would go. Like especially, wasn't there like a fishing trip he took at the end, and then he was just like yeah. nah, and he got he got out. He was like I'm out. I am saying all the spoilers by the way. Like I'm just like okay That's on page right. three seventy two, there's like a fish attack, right? <laughs> <laughs> I gave a warning at the beginning. It's fine. It's up to them at this point. Why are they even watching? I'm nobody. <laughs> like. They're watching because ten years an expert ago. on this book. <laughs> this book is amazing. I made a shirt. I, I made a shirt very poorly, but it's the cover. <laughs> if you could tell, probably not. It's very washed out. I did something wrong. It's just about like, tell. Like, as I've seen the cover, 
The cover's quite um it's not washed out, but it's very white to begin with, isn't it's it? It's very bright, I feel like. Yeah. It's right here. It's, see how bright it is? It's like yeah. super. You probably have to squint. It's pretty far back, but it's a beautiful cover. And I was really excited to make this shirt. And now I'm sad. I'm the sad. That counts. That's true. Justin, if you're watching this, the thought is what counts. <laughs> Even said. Well, and his book's like right behind you in prime position. That's true. So, you know. I put it there so everybody would see how pretty it is since my shirt <laughs> is not doing it justice. I love a good cover. <laughs> mm. I think because one of my first interactions with people on the internet was some guy telling me how bad my covers were, but oh, it was no. amazing because now I put a lot more thought into them. I thought like the child, isn't it? The first one. Yeah, but the original know. cover sucks. Oh, is that not an original? No, <laughs> that book has so many, if you go on Goodreads, you could see the evolution of the child. There's so many versions. Oh. I've learned it, a lot. You've done, you done some new ones recently, didn't you? You've done the artwork ones recently that look amazing. Yes, because. But, so the ones before that, what the original, there was more before that was there. Oh, the child and house, especially the child, because it's a little older, but um, they really went through a lot of transformation. Oh, I didn't like know a that. lot. No, when you mentioned the covers were good, I was like, what are you talking about? They're amazing. Like, I love those covers. They're still kind of safe. They were not always. They were not always. I am a work in progress. Like, <laughs> hopefully, I feel like a lot more work than progress, but hopefully I get there someday. I'm trying. Yeah, just learn as you go, don't you? I, I, I um, had this conversation with a few people, but yeah, I really like cover stuff as well. Like, I... I cannot draw to save my life. I will fuck up a stick man like every time. So I'm always in awe of a good cover. So whenever I like um, print my books on Amazon and that, I always do them like 16.9. So they're like nice and big so I can show off the cover art. Because you're proud, right? Because a good cover yeah. is amazing. Have you seen Todd Love's new cover with oh, the moth? Was, yeah, that oh, was amazing. Yeah. Gorgeous. Is gorgeous. that the smoke sort of one? Like the... Horrible with, I'm horrible with names. Did you say the name? I can't even. No, no, I'm I didn't deaf. say it. No, it was like the oh. it's kind of like this sort of like smoke shaped guy kind of dripping down there. Oh, no. The one that with the moth. Is that not Todd Love? I'm pretty sure it's Todd Love. It's like brand he's new. Released, oh, yeah, no, he's released two very quickly then. Yeah. He's got skills. Everybody yeah. that, everybody. Have there so many people have skills in this community? Like, have you read his um, The Sibling Love? No, but like, so many of his books are on my TBR, so it's probably there. Hmm. I'm there's so there's like a hundred thousand books on my <laughs> TBR, <laughs> it's insane. I highly um, recommend Sibling's Love, um, him and Donna Laffham. Like, that one's she's really good. So nice, I love her. Yeah, I had her on the show. That was a really nice conversation. She was like one of my first uh -huh. guests. Yeah. She's a sweetest. I'm going to watch it because she's so nice. Yeah, what did we talk about now? It was um, Dead When We Met, I think it was called. That was a really good book. So. Who was that by? Uh, that was Elizabeth Bedlam. Um, I love her too. I've only she read that one book. I don't really know much about her, but that book was amazing. So. It, it, 
she's probably not even who I'm thinking of because I am really bad with names. What <laughs> else did she write? So I know if, if it's the right person. I don't know what else she's written, to be honest. But that one was this very good. This one's on the itinerary. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's looking through my notes one of my notes says that fucking horse like that's how much that horse the fucking horse that's a literally my whole note that fucking horse like it's eyes and stuff I don't understand how many people could see like pus coming out of an animal's eyes and not be like fuck this I'm out like no instantly gone choppers are so quick right like horses are just they're gonna like hunt you down so quickly they're, they're like, so huge too and they're strong like i don't i don't know why people well, ride them like how do you who well, was the first one that of, was like that's what i kind of thought in the book was like it's really lucky horses aren't predators because they're fucking built for it like by not are. having the right teeth like by not checks. having the sharp teeth like they're big they're fast they're strong like yeah, bro just, and those teeth and their lips their lips even are strong. Like we used, when my kids were little, our neighbors had horses and we'd go feed them grass and stuff or like put stuff in our hands and they would like, but like their lips, bro, their lips could just take your hand in if they want, just their lips. If just oh, yeah. something's lips could mess you up that badly, how did anybody domesticate that? Like who thought, <laughs> oh, I'm going to like give this thing an apple and get on its back. Like, no. It just locked out with the apple. Like the horse was like, fuck yeah. Like, We'll work for you. I mean, Just keep the apples coming. I guess that's why sugar cubes were invented, right? Because yeah, I don't know what probably. other use you'd have for a sugar cube that big. Just, Just to feed a for... horse. Just to stop horses killing you. Like... Exactly. <sighs> uh, Who thought about drinking cow milk, though? That's what I really want to know. Like that was something that. someone like had to think of originally to like. I imagine it was a survival thing. I would have thought they were just like, well, we got nothing else except this cow. So that's true. And afterwards, they oh. went, you know what? That wasn't too bad. Like, might try that again. Well, let's do it again. And it just <laughs> went on. I'm going to put this in a bucket. Hmm. And feed <laughs> exactly. it to my children. <laughs> what else can we do with it? Let's just leave it lying around and make some cheese. <laughs> Who invented cheese? Thank God they did, right? They should get an award, but like, <laughs> what was that thought process? Uh, right, where else are we? Yeah, was so cheese not on your list? Cheese was not on my list. Cheese did not kill anyone in this book because it's not an animal. But... Well, <laughs> technically, the farmer with the cows was probably there because mm. of cheese. He so. was, yeah. Yeah, he was probably milking them or doing the cheese or something. So, yeah. Yeah, that was quite unexpected again because it was the first chapter, wasn't it? And not know what the book right was about. It was, was like, like, oh shit, like that dude just got hit by a cow. Like And then when they when when Jim and Connolly went to investigate and the cows <laughs> were like chasing them, I would have been like, already nope. <laughs> See ya. Well, yeah, they're like eyeing up the cow, aren't they? They're like, why is that cow got blood on it? <laughs> like, what's that all about? That would have been my clue to like <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> I wouldn't I be a without, very good detective. No, but without this book, you wouldn't think like, oh yeah, it's probably because the cow butchered him and ate him. Like, no, because now, cow, now right? I like, would think that. Like now, I'd be like, it's the fucking cow. Like, look at it. It's definitely the cows cow. are huge. Have you seen a cow in real life? Like they're big. Yeah, they are very they big. Fuck, I could see why they would 
fuck a motherfucker right up. Like, <laughs> I feel like all like, animals. They got their gaze as well, cows, where they're just like fucking mad dogging you as you walk past them. Like. Yes. And they'll just drop a baby right in the middle of a field. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we used to drive by, like, taking the kids to school. There'd be a new little bloody cow baby just chilling. <laughs> cows. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, so I'm glad not to be trusted either. It's true. Squirrels, horses, cows—they're all absolute murdering little bastards. No animal is safe. I was talking to my therapist yesterday. I went outside because we have a really cool view from the back patio, right? Hmm. And I'm having my little phone appointment, and me and my potato are chilling. And then I hear like this little rustling in the underbrush, right? And carnivore is fresh on my mind, so I'm like. <laughs> What, what what's that <laughs> and then I don't think anything of it so she's trying to do her little therapy thing right like making me less of of like a complete weirdo maybe and um all of a sudden my dog jumps down and I look over and he's nose to nose with a gopher and they're just sniffing each <laughs> other and I'm like oh my god get away I instantly was waiting for that gopher to like do a squirrel you know and just it was wow. terrifying I was terrified of a gopher while on the phone with my therapist so that probably will give her some more talking points next time. Yeah, you know where to start. I'm next sure time. her yeah. notebook <laughs> said the fucking gopher, like yours said. <laughs> well, Fun time. It wasn't just the animals in Carnival, though, because we had a serial killer as well. Uh, Michael Smith, which is like the most serial killer name I know. Like, I would not trust anyone called that. Anybody called Smith anything is instantly sus. Like, mm. <laughs> Is it such a John common name? You're like, what are you hiding? Like, Jacob Smith, Michael Smith, every Smith. Have you ever met you, a Smith uh, in your life? Do they really exist? I haven't. Yeah, there was a couple in my school that had Smith as a surname. One of them. Were they evil? Dick. He was a dickhead. I wouldn't say he was evil, but he's a bit of an arrogant twat. But not, a, but not evil, as far as I'm aware. It's been like 30 years. He might be evil now. I don't know. He's going to be like, oh, this guy used to go to school with Stephen Cooper. He does this yeah. really cool podcast thing. I'm going to check it out, right? Yeah, right. And he's going to be like, oh, I love his work. He's such a good writer. He's we got this podcast as well. Friends. Oh, it turns out he's a complete arsehole. <laughs> I thought we were, his story on you is way different than yours on him because <laughs> yeah. he read your book and he's like, oh, yeah, we were awesome. We were close. That's my buddy. Tells all his <laughs> friends. Those friends are watching this podcast too now. <laughs> He's gonna get made fun of on. Oh, I don't on think Monday. anyone. I don't think anyone in my school would be like, "Oh yeah, I was friends with him." Like, I wasn't that kid. Oh, oh well, we're see. not friends with that one. <laughs> they will now. You're famous. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, did what did you think of the um sort of serial killer aspect on it? Because it's kind of a book that almost didn't need that, right? But it was actually really well written and was a good, fun sort of detective story in between all this craziness. I loved it. I'm a huge, like, Dexter fan. True right. crime is like, you know, I'm I'm an American housewife. True crime is something that we have to do. It's it's like Starbucks and true crime, you know? <laughs> and I honestly think that he does um, detective stuff so well. Like... I don't know if he has like law enforcement background, but he, he writes like he does because everything is so believable. Right. Um, it was just such an interesting um, take on serial killers, right? Especially because 
like the serial killer himself was like who is murdering these people it wasn't me <laughs> and um and you also get kind of like empathy for his background and why he is the way he is which like i love that too because even the most horrible person has nice parts of them right like yeah everybody it's like shrek says like everybody has layers you know what i'm saying like everybody does and even though you can't say what he's doing is right or whatever and you're never gonna be like oh this guy's a good person just because like he murders people sometimes doesn't mean no <laughs> he's a horrible person and he should probably like be stopped and put away forever but it's just good to know the people have reasons that make them that way so maybe society can shift and not treat people in a way that turns you know what I mean? I'm sure that it has to do with like your DNA or whatever too. Like serial mm. killers aren't just that way because they were bullied or whatever. But I no, don't know. I just like that. You saw the way he was kind of built. Like, like you said, he had this weird relationship with his parents and his yeah. past and stuff. And then in his head, like he's a serial killer. He knows he's killing people, but he's killing them for like fucking up the environment as well. So he's yes, sort of. He's justifying it himself isn't he which exactly. kind of makes him scarier but also gives him some humanity exactly i love it when people give the bad guys some humanity not because i love the bad guys like i'm totally cool when they like get murdered by like whatever <laughs> you know what i mean like the bad guy saves stopped. the day you're like okay that, that should happen that's all right yeah like you cheer it on their end like when they get stopped but also it's just nice because in reality that's how it is and it makes you know that like you know also it makes you more less trustworthy because you could think oh that person's the nicest guy ever or oh i feel bad because that guy just had a hard time like whatever but in reality they're like also horrible <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying stop me well turn. the detective <laughs> well the detective wasn't suspicious of him to begin with was he it no. was only because he found like some weird coincidental sort of well, picture that he... showed that there were like different people exactly yeah yeah, yeah. so because at first he just you know was assumed he was like some kind of grumpy warden or whatever of the words keith was the original owner yeah. keith owns the woods i don't i guess is that how it is like keith was the wood owner and so I this don't guy know if he was like keith. the groundsman of the woods or something like maybe it was up to him to kind of look after the area i'm not sure how that worked but yeah and then like this michael guy pretended to be keith yeah but keith was to... his boss keith had like employed him but Possibly, i i, yeah. I think maybe michael just didn't correct jim when jim thought he was keith maybe that happened is that how it happened I think it no, because he tried to make him look like the other guy, didn't he? So it was he did he use did it to like his it. advantage. Like he used yes. it to for people to think because otherwise he would have just given him his name. But if they'd done a background check on him, they would have been like, Oh yeah, fuck, he's the serial killer. That's true, but, you're not wrong. Because it was a different they name. Did. They did end up figuring that out after they knew he was Michael yeah. Smith. Yeah, once they knew his name, they were like, Oh, it turns out he's killed before we got away with it like maybe this is our guy you know i shouldn't be so hard on the smiths because my mom's family's name is jones which is absolutely the exact same <laughs> so, 
we don't have as much Joneses here. Smith's very popular in England, but Jones isn't as much. Or Smith used to be when I was a kid. It's probably not as much now. Yeah, but no, I, I like the serial killer part of it as well. Like I said, it, it felt like two stories, but it kind of, they connected really well. And yeah, the kind of, you know, the idea again of him being responsible for why the animals are behaving that way. But the animals are also the ones that took him out kind of in the end. It's just a nice kind of intertwined story. It really was because like, you can never get bored of the animals or the serial killer because like they both were balancing each other so well that you would be able to like go back and forth and just slip in and out. And it was just fun. It was super fun. Yeah. yeah especially with having like um, the detective as part of both stories. So you were kind of, it was all building oh. nicely with that. It's a series too. I think this is the first in the series and I really mm. need to read the second because um, I'm pretty sure it follows Jim. I'm not 100%, like, probably wrong. I'm assuming because the epilogue, did you read the epilogue? Um, I can't remember now. It's I like read Jim having a bad dream about his mother. Yes. So he walked yeah. away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's really, I want to know more. I want to know, like, I want to know more about Jim and his mom. <laughs> like, Yeah, none of that's so really... Um... Because the book starts, that's your introduction to Jim, is him having this dream about his mum being in like an asylum. And yeah, he's naked. He like sort of mentions it throughout, and then he kind of, right at the end, you have it again, and you're like, that was none of the story. Like, So, yeah, I, I want to know more about that as well. Book two, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> we should start a book club. I think there's three weeks. Well, my podcast is called A Book Club. Like, I'm trying. Oh, well, hey. <laughs> yeah, I At think there's three books, possibly. So, yeah, I imagine it must come up again. I wonder what the next one is about. It's on my yeah. TBR, probably. <laughs> How <laughs> yeah. many books are? I don't it's even super know. super long TBR. This is why I only buy one at a time. I'm like, I can't do the whole, like, buy 50, because I won't read any of them. I'll move on to something else. So I have to, like, plan it quite nicely. My Kindle is like full of all these books I need to read. No, I just do wish lists and then I just buy them one at a time. My wish lists are stuffed full, but that's smart. That's super yeah. smart. Oh, that's just a money thing. If I had the money, I'd just buy them all right now and be like, I'll get around to them. Money's stupid. <laughs> I've said that a lot in my life. <laughs> Haven't we all? Yeah. Um I'm just trying to see what else I've got here. Anything else you can think of within this book that we haven't really covered? I feel like we went we, we got the cows and the sheep and, and the rabbits. The mm. fish were kind of also scary. The fisherman's yeah. death was fun. That was fun. Did the fish actually kill anyone or did they just nibble on all the I don't the think so. I think they were just eating. Like they were just destroying the evidence. Inside of the head, but the head was already separated from the body, so it probably wasn't the yeah, reason the body. It's not the fish's fault. I'll blame the fish for that one. Could have been revived, or she. Yeah. I think it was a she. Uh, he just does dead things very well. Like the gruesome aspects of this book were just so well written. Like the squirrel trying to get to the intestines to eat its way yeah. out was just great. 
Like I loved it. <laughs> I loved this book was yeah, wonderful. It's, it's not um yeah, it wasn't super extreme in one sense, but yeah, like the deaf stuff and like when the animals are munching on people, he didn't hold back either. Like No, he didn't. He he just he just went for it in all the best ways. It was great. Yeah, it's just Everybody when you got to read this book. Yeah, they do. Because yeah, again you got the animals who aren't designed for this, like deer and sheep and cows. And, like fish, like they're not meant to eat human beings, so it just makes it like I don't know if icky is the right word. It just it makes it seem like it's more brutal because you're like, how could a cow eat someone? He hasn't even got any like pointy teeth. Like that must have been a real struggle. But they're so strong. Yeah. Right? Like cows' jaws are like well, that's where the real extreme stuff came in, wasn't it? Because they're just ripping. They can't hmm. tear. So they're just having to, like, slap and rip. So, like, it makes it nasty. Is this making me hungry, or is that just a me thing? Uh, I had a burger beforehand, so I've already taken time oh, with the cow. <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was more of a running out of time thing. So I was like, right, just having a burger. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it was definitely um, yeah a really fun book. I think, like, um, so I loved the structure. I thought the kind of opening with the short stories was fun, and then the detective aspect, and yeah, it definitely um, made me less trusting of nature, which is kind of what you want, right? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I'm terrified. I was already like, I was terrified to go outside because of people. Now I'm like, there are also animals out there, so <laughs> I'll stay yeah. indoors. Thanks. <laughs> You just stay with Chucky, like he's never harmed anyone. Me and him are chill as fuck, right? But like <laughs> his teeth aren't real, so it's right. fine. Fancy your chances. Although the movies are make it pretty clear that his teeth aren't real in them either. So no, maybe I should be a little more scared. Just put the knives on a higher shelf, you're good. That's fine, right? He's yeah. got little legs. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, I think um, I definitely have to try and catch more of Justin's work. Like, I think this one made me want to try like the monster books that are out. Um, and yeah, maybe catch the sequel to this one at some point as well. And see what he has is a really cool got. zombie series too. Those covers are so pretty. Like, I love those covers. What's the zombie series? What one's that? I have Being no idea what spot. it's called because <laughs> I suck at names, but um there's there's one and it looks like the zombie gives birth to a zombie right but the cover is so pretty like you should <laughs> you should definitely look it up <laughs> it looks really Sounds fun. beautiful yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's gorgeous <laughs> circle no, of life and death i guess <laughs> he's like no i'd definitely be checking out more of his work i think so and hopefully yeah hopefully a lot more people will give this book a go as well after they've heard us talk about how fucking much of an arsehole animals are like that's always a good selling point i feel that's true and jim's cat doesn't do anything weird in the book so no. i'm less afraid of indoor animals so you're safe if you're a cat or dog lover hmm. to read this book so, yeah i know because um, Polly's quite kind of suspicious of the cat as well and the cat just does nothing like throughout the whole book like but i mean that's just a cat right it's just a cat being a cat uh, I don't know, when the cats are not an arsehole, then, yeah, how bad is everyone else? 
with the cat's, cats the are best just behaved. Jerks in real life. I just think the cat that, is the best behaved animal. Then that's the when you stop. Yeah, that's you gotta be worried, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, thank you very much for coming along onto the show. It's been lovely getting thank to you for having you and chat to you. I hope I wasn't too awkward because not in the slightest. <laughs> You're so kind. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's like I said, thank you very much for introducing me to this book as well. Like, it's probably You're one I would have got around to reading, but really enjoyed. I'm so glad you did because it's one of my favorites. I can see why. I was like, oh, I know, we'll talk about the Dark Tower series or whatever, like something Stephen King. But then I was like, no, wait, this book is amazing. Let's talk about this. So, yeah, I know. I prefer talking about the indie stuff. Stephen King's made Thank enough you. money already. Let's stop right? the indie guys. Ugh. <laughs> he's he's great, but um, but no, I really, 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 really like this book, and yeah. I'm glad that we could talk about it. So thank you for that. No problem. And thanks for having me. And um, I'm really sorry that I am so weird. I'm, I'm not <laughs> sorry about the weird part. I'm sorry about uh, the awkward part. Yeah, I don't ever apologize for being weird. Right? All the best people are weird. Exactly. Well, that's a pretty good note to leave on, actually. So, <laughs> so yeah, thank you very much for coming along and introducing me to this book. And yeah, I will see everyone later. Thanks. Have the best night. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye.